Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano and welcome to the Harpen and Rugby Preview Show. Joining me to look ahead to Leinster's match this weekend is someone earning cap number 55. Welcome back to Mr. Neil Kigo Keegan. How are we? Hope you're well. Let's see what trouble we can get into ahead of this weekend. That's it. And uh, well, thanks as always for being here. And as it also happens to be the 250th episode since we started doing podcasts. But hey, who's counting, you know? Anyway, listen, just before we start, I'd just like to mention a few viewers who recently subscribed to our YouTube channel. Many thanks to Joan Larkin, Larkin K, Greta Ryan, and Brian Murphy. We appreciate you hitting that button. Not only do we post our weekly preview show here every Friday, we also have bonus clips from our rap pods as well as other bits and pieces from time to time. And also a quick shout out as well for our TikTok channel, where we have post shorter clips but be sure to follow us there too anyway right Kigo listen all season long you've been talking about Leinster fans being confident and having belief that the boys in blue could go all the way now we're into the final stretch of the season and all the silverware is just within reach you're just the man to get us in the right frame of mind 100% I think it's important uh, again phraseology not my strong point but we've got to verbalize what we want um, in a nice way, in a respectful way, the lads are going to work hard this weekend, and we'll talk about that. Um, you know, we wanted the double this year. The team was there for the double this year, and that is what we are aiming for. It's a bit like Cant Ham earlier on in the year. I, I was trying to call it Grand Slam as often as we could because it's not a scary thing once we do it. It's like going to see Jaws. The second time is not as scary. Uh, the lads are verbalizing what they want. They're going through it one game at a time. There's been ups and downs, but there's been differences this season to previous season. Comebacks, tough games, uh, going out to South Africa and performing. All of these things are adding up and they can see that quantifying in their mind. So we've got to verbalize what we want. We want to win against Munster, not just because of the opposition, but because it gets us on to the next step. We want to win the following weekend. And then, and then that is when the reflection happens. But we've got to verbalize it without arrogance without the stereotypical arrogance of, of a Leinster fan, be a Leinster supporter, but verbalize what we want to aim at. It's going to be called arrogance no matter what we do, I suppose, from certain 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 quarters, but you're absolutely right. Um, just in case um, we've got new listeners, uh, early in the season during the Six Nations, uh, I did this thing after we won our first game. I said, we can't say the word Grand Slam on the pod. Uh, it was just a superstition thing. I'm a bit superstitious myself, but I mean, it was just a bit of crack. And we came up with other things like canned ham and bland jam and all that stuff instead. Um, this for Leinster is kind of different. We won something like 22, 23 matches over the season. We had one loss on a South African tour and then another one was a draw at home. But when you in that winning mentality, um, the, the reality of the rugby season is nothing is won in any month except for May and June. So um, the, 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 you still have to win now, but still the confidence that the way Leinster progressed throughout the season, it's okay to be confident, I think is the main thing. And um, I think you're absolutely right. And I think it's okay for Leinster fans to, to verbalize, to, to, to express that confidence while still knowing that uh, it still has to be won on the day. Yeah, go on. 100%. Sorry, just the last thing we've got to remember, I know you and I have long memories and gray hair. Uh, me, not you, of course. Uh, but there. we've got to remember the, the bad times we had when Monster had their good times. Let's compare how we are speaking now currently with how they were acting in those years. It's, uh, it's very, very different. All we are saying is to verbalize what we are aiming at. We are not talking anyone down. We are being respectful and all that sort of stuff. Continue to work hard on the pitch, off the pitch, all around the pitch but it's important to verbalize what you want. I, I'm starting mm -hmm. to sound like one of these self-help gurus on YouTube, <laughs> uh, which I, I might do in my spare time. No, 
we've got to verbalize what we want, verbalize our target and work towards that incrementally. And, and the lads have done that this year. Yeah, well, we we remember how we felt a kickoff time in Croke Park. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. That, that 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 that's that's it right there. Anyway, listen. Now it's time to start harping on this week's feature match, which, as you can see up there, is uh, Leinster v Munster. It is, of course, the semi-final of the BKT United Rugby Championship, and it kicks off in the Aviva Stadium at five thirty p.m. on Saturday, May the twelfth. Match is being broadcast on RTE two and via Play slash Premier Sports, as well as URC.TV. Leinster named their starting lineup at lunchtime on Friday. So let's have a look, starting with the back line. You've got Jimmy O'Brien at fullback, Tommy O'Brien on the wing, along with Dave Carney, who had some news this week. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that. Uh, Charlie Natai and Robbie Henshaw in the centers, and the halfbacks are Luke McGrath, the skipper, and Harry Byrne. What a vote of confidence. This is a big game, and it will be very uh, very easy to wheel out some big boys, get, a, get start the big boys, and bring these guys on. Uh, but it's a great vote of confidence in the squad. Uh, Jimmy and Tommy there. Uh, Jimmy's been everywhere, but he's in there at a start. Um, you know, Tommy O'Brien as well is starting to come through. Henshaw coming back massive for next week uh, with, with Charlie on a run of form, which I think is, I do think, whether it's uh, rightly or wrongly, I do think Munster will have a go at that midfield uh, based on their selection. Dave Carney, salute that man. What an absolute warrior. Everyone go for points in the Black Rock at the end of the season and Linus pension. Uh, but then you kind of go, right, we, we're, we're, st- we're nailing our colours to, to the Harry Byrne mast. The pressure's off him now with World Cup. So now we've got to get him in pressure ball situations. He's going to get it again this week. Performed well last week. And Luke McGrath, Steady's houses. A bit. He's, he's kind of a run of injuries cost him, but he's still very, very quick, very, very confident. And another leader to sit in there beside Harry. It's, like, it's, it's brilliant. Yep. Um, I mean, we talked about our YouTube channel and in our last um, video, you'll see uh, actually it was Kigo and Kino last uh, Sunday evening. We're talking about how Leinster have been managing the squad and uh, all throughout the season. But these weeks in particular, the knockout rugby and when you've got a bit, you know, big European match the following week, it's been a little bit of a tricky uh, way of, of, of getting the squad in. And extra factor this week, you've got players like Robbie Henshaw coming back into the team and giving them game time ahead of uh, next week and stuff, things like that. So there's a lot of to consider. Plus, you still got to put a 23 that's going to win this match on the day. And um, so that they, they, they've been able to, it's, it's an interesting way, way of dealing with it. And we're seeing it here. Okay. Well, We'll move on to the forwards now. And uh, the front row is Michael Milne, Ronan Kelleher, and Michael Ala Alatoa. Second row, Ryan Baird, Jason Jenkins, and the back row, Max Deegan, Will Connors, and Jack Conan. Absolutely delicious. I'm glad we see Milne starting um, because we three of us talked about it and how he had some good points and maybe not so good points last week. He's, he's right back in there in a big game to have another go and kind of right the maybe slight scrum wrongs from last week. Kelleher. Um, you know, can't write him out. He's he's when he's fit, he's one of the best, strongest, uh, most consistent hookers in the game. Al Alatoa worth the money. You know what I mean? He, he's in there and he's done a great job for us. I think our second row is beyond dynamic. Uh, Ryan Baird and Jason Jenkins again. Maybe Munster are looking at that, going, hmm. But I think the athleticism in the, in, in the Leinster second row is just it's frightening. Uh, aside from the fact that Jenkins is a mutant. He can also move. Now, he doesn't have the feet of Ryan Baird, but they, they can both complement each other very well and put a bit of pressure on the, on the kind of the, 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 the final four and five. And then our back row could be a mixture of anyone. Conan starting is brilliant. We've got to keep him going in this run of form. He's in now that he's back to full health. Deegan as well. I think, look, you can't beat it. And delighted to see Will Connors get a start as well. 
you know, injuries and things building up over time and he kind of loses his place. But the, they're back in. They're trusted. That's the whole point. They're trusted. They stayed in the squad, committed to the squad all year long, all these guys. And now they're getting their shot in a big game against a big opponent in the big stadium at half five. It's going to be loud. It's going to be brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, the one thing the one thing Leinster need to focus on first is obviously the defense. Uh, get that right. You were, you were talking about the center channel as well. But of course, we have this kind of slightly extra element to it now with Will Connors starting. Mm-hmm. He, he's come off the bench in the last few weeks as he's come back from his own injury. And you've seen him straight away. I think one of the matches, he went double figures, you know, like mm-hmm. a 15, 20 minute shift in tackles. And and, and it's his own brand of tackles, um, get, getting you down at the ankles uh, kind of thing. So we'll be seeing that from the start. It's going to be interesting to, to, to see if, if that's an extra dynamic and um yeah like you say it's a, it's a, it's a, still a well-rounded pack with a few changes Dan Sheehan taking a rest before next week Ronan Keller able to come in just at the right time it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a good mix in there for sure okay on to the bench now and uh, the front row is uh, John McKee, Kean Healy and Thomas Clarkson, uh, Joe McCarthy and Josh Vanderfleer the other forwards and the backs are Nick McCarthy, Kieran Frawley and Liam Turner. I'm I'm quite uh, interested in the 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 kind of the back subs another the kind of the, the forwards, there's a lot of trust there, which is great. You know what I mean? All these guys have had game, obviously Healy aside, but they've had game time, but maybe they've been managed a bit, whereas they're going to see game time on Saturday, tomorrow. Um, but, you know, I love, I think Nick McCarthy's brilliant. Karen Frawley, brilliant. It's a it's a tricky one when you've got Frawley and uh, Jimmy O'Brien because they, they both can do so much. And usually one of them misses out. It's great to see the two of them on. And Liam Turner as well. He's a big boy, Liam Turner. Uh, and, and it would be great to see him get on. I, I do feel um, I do feel the backs will, will get on the pitch earlier. Um, and, and then eventually we'll get up to the get up to the big boys. But yeah, it's a great bench. It's a, again the management team trusting so many players. And it's not blind trust. Like they brought we can see them being brought along for this entire season. Now they may this may be heading towards the end of their season they may they may be in the stands in the suits next saturday but they are trusted in a big business game against a big opponent it's absolute it, it's fantastic to watch yep uh, another element of that squad management i was talking about is the versatility of players and um we've seen in the front row with keen healy and andrew porter able to play both sides porter played one scrum on back to mm-hmm. tighthead uh last week and uh keen healy was gonna do both really well and um, same goes in the backs especially jimmy o'brien able to slide in 15 we saw kieran frawley last week uh 13 we haven't seen him there in how long ever and uh, he did a really good job and did some creative stuff from that position too mm-hmm. now he's in as the sub um uh, out half uh it's a, uh, allowing ross to have a break it's 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 great it, that that extra bit of versatility as well has been crucial to keeping the squad going uh, over the season so yeah it's interesting interesting lineup for sure okay so now it's time to have a look at our opposition which is of course munster as ever my graphics department has put the names on the screen or if you're listening to the podcast they can be found in the program notes how's their lineup book and kigo yeah, sorry. Just before we get to this, I had a weird dream last night. Uh, uh-huh. Of uh, yeah, is this for uh, the uh, bonus version with the with the paid is, version? No, yeah, the after dark. <laughs> no, it was our our one and threes next week switching positions in the scrum mm. and confusing the opposition. We'll talk about that later. But no, Munster like Munster. It's a free shot for them, um, and and like similar to Connacht going out to South Africa, it is a free shot. Uh, and so they've they've come out and they've they've brought everyone back. Keith Earls is back, which is listen. It's always great to see. He is the man. He is brilliant. Uh, and, and it would be great to see him get another World Cup. But he's back in. 
I do think their second row is really, really impressive. We're talking about athleticism. They've got Klein and Ty Byrne in there. Um, so that's going to be a fantastic battle. And then their midfield as well. Uh, they're rolling in there with Crowley and Frisch. Uh, they're not here to play around. I think Frisch is a, is a brilliant player. I don't know if he's Irish qualified. I wish he was. But he's a fantastic player. And so we've got Henshaw coming in off an injury and Charlie, you know, riding momentum. But they're going to have their work cut out because, again, it's a free shot against the biggest team in the land. So they kind of basically, they can they can go for it if they choose to. And I think that's the big sign. I think the big sign of what's happening between Munster's ears is if they go for it from early or if they kind of, you know, side to side to side to side kind of thing. If they go for it from early, that means they, they fancy it, they want it. And it's a great sign for them as a team. I'm not too sure when the whistle goes. I don't know if they're actually going to go for it. I think there's, there's quite a bit of pressure on that team. I think that they, they've got players like Earls coming back in to try and G up everybody. But you can't work off emotion when you're playing Leinster. This isn't, you know, too long a couple of years ago with the Andrew Conway try saving the day. They need to have more than just emotion to beat this Leinster squad. I, I, and I say squad because they're all going to be involved. And I just don't think they have it. Um, and it's no, no pleasure in that. No, I mean, um, they, they, they got a big win in uh, Glasgow last weekend, but it came at a cost. There was a lot of HIAs, a lot of, a lot of players ruled out for this week. They've had to play around with the squad. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's a strong enough starting squad, but it's just, it's interesting that, the, that, that their, their future, that their whole season literally is in the hands of someone that's actually leaving the team at mm. the, at the, at the end of the season um, in Ben Healy, but he's definitely capable of doing a job, but it leaves them light, light in, in both halfback uh, positions uh, yeah. there and on the bench. Um, it's a strong back row. Um, Hodnett's had a great season. We all know what a man yeah. is. He's always up for these matches. Gavin Coombs, that's a that's a quality back row. You'd start in Europe, no problem for anyone. Um, but it's just, and then of course you got Earls against Carney on that wing. That's going to be an yeah. interesting one, interesting matchup. There's lots lots to see there, and um, like you say, it's all how they approach it um, on the day. Okay, we're going to move on to the officials now. There's been a bit of talk uh, buzz during the week about Frank Murphy. I mean, I I don't um, I don't I, I think it's so it's possible to complain to to have your issues with the. Ref- like this without thinking oh he's oh because he used to play for Munster he's going to let Munster win um it's not even that it's I don't think it's a fair position to have him in uh yeah it's, it's more thinking about him but uh it is what it is uh we've got to them we've got to two more Irish um uh assistants and then Ben Whitehouse in the mm-hmm. booth the weather for Dublin on Saturday evening is cloudy 11 degrees not much chance of rain uh, not much wind so it seems like pretty much ideal conditions similar to what we've seen before which of course brings us on to our predictions and uh, we're just going to do the two semifinals. Uh, Kigo, starting with um, the Stormers against Connacht. I heart always says Connacht. Much like Munster, they have nothing to lose. They have a better injury profile. I think if they can keep it close, 50 minutes, there's a shot. The brain says they're not going to win. The brain says no. The heart says yes. I would love it if they win it by five. But I could, it's heart and head stuff. Yeah, I mean, with the, the home advantage and they're the champions and they'll have a big crowd and all that kind of stuff, um, you can definitely see uh, how they're the favorites. But um, you'd be you'd be full to write them off in in, yeah. in anyone on the day, and especially when they've got such they got a pretty much fully fit squad to choose from. Okay, that leaves us with our match um, in the Viva. And again, with respect, it's it's a big blue win. Um, I, I I feel that Munster, if they have fifteen good minutes in them, they won't they won't keep that going. So. I think it's Leinster by, Leinster by 12. 
Yeah, Flenster can get into their um, their get into their patterns early, def, def, defense, defend well, um, not do any mistakes. Discipline as well is very important, but they've been good with that so far. So if they can keep that up. No early yellows or reds, and, and letting mm-hmm. them in anyway. Um, we, 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 you know, going by in recent form, we should we should stay ahead, but it's it's definitely not can't be taken for granted. Okay, listen, we're going to leave it there. Many thanks to Kigo for joining me for another preview show. Cheers. Have a great weekend. It's going to be a great one. So anyway, listen, be sure to join the conversation on Mastodon throughout the match and maybe head over to our Facebook page at full time and leave your thoughts there. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend of rugby wherever you are and stay safe, everyone. Slon.